Under the Silver Lake is a modern noir film that is inspired by classic 1930s detective films and borrows elements from Paul Thomas Anderson's Inherent Vice and the Coen brothers' Big Lebowski. All three films have similarities, such as the central characters smoking marijuana and being told they smell bad by women they encounter. The film is known for its intricate symbolism, with each scene featuring subtle references, subliminal messages and metaphors that contribute to the larger narrative. It's a complex film that requires a deep analysis and interpretation to fully understand its themes and messages. The film follows Andrew Garfield on a journey from Silver Lake to the Hollywood Hills, as he discovers the hidden meaning within the music and meets many bizarre characters along the way. This film is part of A24's stellar collection, as they are known to make critically acclaimed and often unconventional films. The film has managed to gain a cult following among audiences, though it was dubbed at the Cannes Film Festival and received poor ratings for its focus from the perspective of the male gaze. The director of this movie, David Robert Mitchell, uses hidden meaning throughout. As you can see here, this picture of a girl underwater is a reference to the Nirvana album cover. But if you look closer, you see the word sex hidden in her hair. This is like the conspiracy wherein people say you can see the letters S-E-X in Disney's The Lion King, when Simba lays atop a cliff and blows a cloud of smoke. This is one of those movies I have watched more than once as you can always learn something new every time. I like to have it on in the background as the score is an original composition with orchestra-like undertones. The first scene of Under the Silver Lake sets the tone for the rest of the film and introduces several key themes that will be explored throughout. The Morse code at the bottom of the coffee menu is an example of the film's use of cryptic symbols and hidden messages. The main character, Sam, is introduced as a voyeur who uses binoculars to spy on his neighbors. This is a reference to the 1984 film Body Double and establishes Sam's character as someone who is obsessed with observing and invading the privacy of others. And we can see an even more recent film reference this behavior in a new movie on Amazon called The Voyeurs, which stars Sidney Sweeney. He sees a beautiful girl in the community pool of his apartment complex, dancing. A random girl comes over and Sam has sex with her, doggy style. He looks into the eyes of his Kurt Cobain poster as he climaxes. Afterwards, they lay there as she goes through his vintage Playboy magazines. The news on the TV states a billionaire has gone missing. She leaves, and he heads to the bookstore where he buys a cheap magazine called Under the Silver Lake. When he arrives back at his apartment, he sees the girl from the pool with her dog. He pets the dog and she welcomes him in. They lay in her bedroom and talk about old movies, until her two girlfriends arrive with a man dressed as a pirate. In her apartment, we notice the image of the monarch butterfly. Sam, the main character played by Andrew Garfield, leaves and walks to his car, a blue Mustang. Someone carved a penis into his car with a key. He goes to reach for the door handle, and his hand gets covered in egg yolk. He opens his palm, similar to that of Peter Parker in Spider-Man, in the form of a web. This is a reference to Spider-Man as Andrew Garfield has played the character of Peter Parker before. Sam is pissed. Turns out, it was a couple of young whippersnappers. Nevertheless, Sam literally beats the shit out of them. This shows how impulsive Sam can be. Over the course of the next few days in Under the Silver Lake, Sam begins to get less and less sleep as he finds out the girl from the community pool is no longer at her apartment. He had fun at her house with the butterfly frame and wanted to go back. But when he peeked through her window like the creeper he was, he noticed the place was empty. He did, however, see another girl, packing up what was left from the closet. 
He follows her in a 1958 Vertigo style. They stop at a stadium and point to a scoreboard as the numbers 751 flash. He follows them to 751 Echo Park where he sees the Pirate Man. Sam believes there is deeper meaning in everything, as he has been vicariously living through the Hollywood movies all his life. He, for some reason, feels he is entitled to discovering the truth behind these random occurrences in his life. The Pirate Man runs off with the bag of the girl's belongings, and we do not see him again for a while. He continues to follow the girls to a rooftop party. At this party, he sees the Balloon Girl. The character of the Balloon Girl, played by Grace Van Patten, is a mysterious figure who represents the idea of innocence and the unknown. The film uses her character to explore themes of mystery and intrigue, as Sam becomes increasingly obsessed. She dances effortlessly. Sam is consumed by her grace. The live music is performed by a band called Jesus and the Brides of Dracula. The lead singer, Jesus, is tall and pale, while the three Brides of Dracula are gothic and witch-like, layering with background vocals. He gets an invite, in the form of a cookie, for a party the next night. When he gets home, he sees more news about the missing billionaire and makes the connection between him and the missing girl. In this moment, you begin to realize Andrew Garfield is a down-on-his-luck detective, hired by no one, but with a motivation to solve the mysteries within Silver Lake. Sam then has a dream about the girl from the pool. The director, again, using another reference from another old classic, this time a Marilyn Monroe film. He then meets up with the author who writes the cheap comic books that are sold at the bookstore. Now I am pretty sure this actor is the guy from that one scene at the diner in David Lynch's Mulholland. If these two guys are the same people, then David Robert Mitchell is a legend. Holy shit. I just looked up the scene from Mulholland, and this is definitely the same guy. So this movie is very well casted. The actor from That 70s Show, Danny Masterson, plays the character of the drone operator. He uses a drone to spy on people and gather information, adding to the film's themes of surveillance and paranoia. Sam meets up with him and they spy on more chicks. Sam then walks home as he passes by a cemetery. There is a drive-in movie gathering wherein Sam sees the pirate once more, this time with two girls. The girls are in the movie that is being shown on the screen. One of the girls is the actress Sydney Sweeney, who I earlier mentioned was in the recent Amazon movie, Voyeurs, which references this movie and 1984's Body Double. He arrives at the, the party he was invited to wherein the entry to get in is a cookie. The requirement to enter was take a bite of the cookie. He enters the club which eerily resembles Stanley Kubrick's eyes wide shut. He sees his friend Jimmy Simpson and the Ballon Girl. They both explain to him the code within the music of Jesus and the Brides of Dracula. The Ballon Girl says some words which I personally have sampled in my song Timekeeper, which will be available in March 2023. She is also in my music video. He begins to dance with the Balloon Girl. They dance for a while until he notices one of the girls from Sarah's apartment. Sarah is the name of the missing girl from his complex. Unfortunately, Sam passed out leading us to believe the cookies may have had drugs in them. Sam arrives at home and plays the song Turning Teeth by Jesus and the Brides of Dracula, a recurrent melody throughout the film. He stumbles upon an advertisement for an escort agency in a local magazine and recognizes the red-haired girl who was present at the graveyard movie show with Sidney Sweeney. When she arrives, she asks him if he has ever gotten a blowjob from the Supporting Actress Academy Award nominee of last year. Sam interrogates her, and she mentions a forbidden house belonging to a mysterious songwriter. Determined to uncover the truth, 
Sam deciphers the code in the music by the next day, which tells him to rub Dean's head and wait under Newton. He immediately knows this means to head to the Griffith Observatory, as there are statues there of both James Dean and Isaac Newton. He rubs Dean's head and waits under Newton, where he is approached by the Hobo King who blindfolds him and leads him through the hidden tunnels beneath the Hollywood Hills. The walls of these tunnels are adorned with Egyptian hieroglyphics. I assume they are the same tunnels Jack Nicholson uses to get to the Playboy Mansion. The next day, his car gets repoed, and he sees his ex-girlfriend on a billboard. Classic day in L.A. He is later invited to a party in Bel Air by Jimmy Simpson, where Jesus and the Brides of Dracula will be. Sam confronts Jesus in the bathroom, beats him up, and demands to know the truth behind the code in the music. Jesus reveals that the songs were written by the elusive songwriter, and that he had no control over the hidden messages embedded within the music. Sam then embarks on a legendary journey to uncover the mystery behind the cryptic messages embedded in the music. Accompanied by the enigmatic shooting stars, Sidney Sweeney, the Balloon Girl, and the Red-Haired Woman, they traverse through the deserted hills of Bel Air as the sun sets. Sam is amazed to learn that the Balloon Girl was a shooting star's escort. When she then tells him, I was in a soap opera from the ages of five, six months old, at which the director cues the most haunting strings. This leads us to believe that there may be more sinister underlying messages within the entertainment business. The girls lead him to the high walls that surround the mansion like a moat, as they know not to enter. From here, Sam, played by Andrew Garfield, embodies the classic noir detective archetype, as this movie certainly pays homage to P.I. classics like Chinatown and Vertigo. He is curious, determined, and ultimately searching for the truth behind the strange happenings in Silver Lake that lead all the way behind the Hollywood Hills. I think of Sam more of a modern-day detective, hired by no one, but determined to uncover the truth within Silver Lake. This character, much like the protagonists in Inherent Vice and Big Lebowski, is a paranoid pothead who has a handful girlfriends. Ultimately, the enigmatic storyline, surreal visuals, and quirky cast of characters in Under the Silver Lake is both thought-provoking and entertaining. Whether you're a fan of the classic noir films of the past, or simply appreciate a good mystery, this film is sure to keep you engaged and entertained from start to finish. While this film did have mixed reviews that is often the case with A24 films, though as of late they have been garnering mainstream attention, please leave a thumbs up on the video and make sure to subscribe if you are interested in more deep dive video essays.